about somebody that I don't know. But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron, and I'm just like, damn. It's 7 a.m. Say it in the street, that's a knockout. But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop out. And I'm just like, hey, are you okay? Self-expression, but I've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing about somebody else is no fun. hurting for 30 and we have been telling people for two months that they need to calm down and now you know why as uh illinois adds big cove back to the uh into the fold the seven foot center um who was a uh, first team all big 10 second team all american a year ago will be a first team all american likely big 10 preseason player of the year there's really just nobody like him in college basketball uh, and Illinois got him back today. Huge uh, props, shout out to Jeff Alexander, assistant coach who was responsible for helping get Kof back in the fold. Um, you know, with, with his mentor, uh, Orlando Antigua going to Kentucky, obviously a lot of people thought that that's where Kofi would end up. I, you know, I had a lot of people tell me that first of all, he wasn't coming back to college and then that he was going to Kentucky. And it turns out that Kofi made the best decision for himself at, at the end of the day. And sometimes we didn't may not like the process, but the result looks great for Illinois. So this 30 for 30 sponsored by IlliniGuys.com. We're going to talk about what we, what does Kofi, what does it do to Illinois? What does it do to projections? And, you know, I've seen college basketball pundits. I've seen guys on Twitter who have thrown out, you know, a, uh, you know, a top, oh, they're a top 25 team. Now they're a top 15 to 10 to 20, 15. I've seen them as high as eight. So one thing that it, there's always biases when people throw out, uh, their stuff. I mean, you always have a bias. I mean, I have a bias for sure. You know, anything that I do, I'm going to have a little bit of a bias and, and we're all like that when you break it down. So I always look, I, I would put them in the top 10, but I always like the way the computers, you know, look at the computers. And so I looked at, uh, you know, uh, Bart Torvik, um, who has, who has these T rank. Um, many of you have probably followed that before, but Illinois moved from 25 to three on the uh, T rank projections with the addition of Coburn. Now, that's with a caveat, and I actually talked to uh, um, him the other day um, on Twitter, and we messaged back and forth, and I, I talked to him about uh, how, you know, his projections and what it looks like, and he he's very high, you know, in Illinois, obviously, and, and basically what he has is, here's the interesting thing, he doesn't have Austin Hutcherson, and, and for you guys who follow Illinois closely, you know that Austin Hutcherson was a, you know, 20-point-per-game scorer in Division three level a couple years ago, but we also know that a year ago in practice, um, when he was healthy, Austin Hutcherson gave Io DeSumo all he wanted. And, you know, Io DeSumo is a great player. So the fact that Hutcherson can compete with DeSumo, maybe I'm not saying that Hutcherson is going to be as good as DeSumo, but he probably doesn't have to be for Illinois to be better, even better than they were a year ago. And so I think this is where you run into this um, situation where now Illinois has um, a great um, chance to do it again two years in a row. And, and so I look at these projections You've got, you know, Coburn, you've got Frazier, and, um, you know, you've got, uh, obviously, Andre Curbelo, who I think is the best point guard in the country, best passing point guard in the country. 
Um, his minutes are going to go up. Trent Frazier at the backcourt. You bring in Alfonso Plummer, who is probably an upgrade over Adam Miller, not to degrade Adam Miller, just saying Plummer is a, going to be a fifth-year senior um, who is a career 40-plus percent three-point shooter. And, you know, Adam Miller, although he may make sophomore leap, he's, you know, probably not at that level. You bring in back a super senior, and DeMonte Williams on the wing to pair with Hutcherson at the three spot. You know, people have long talked about the four position being only needs a four, they need a four. The Jacob Grandison, after he entered the starting lineup, you look at the way Illinois played once Grandison entered the, the starting lineup, and you see a team that was much better. They only lost one game down the stretch, and then, of course, the NCAA tournament game. So um, fantastic record with him in the starting lineup, bringing DeMonte off the bench. And then they also added in the front court, you have Omar Payne, who I think is probably going to make a nice impact as a, you know, the backup five and he'll play time at the four because Illinois has been very impressive, impressed by his ability to move his feet, play on the perimeter, knock down 15 to 17 foot jump shots, um, things like that. So very, um, very impressed by him. And then you throw in Coleman Hawkins, who is going to make that sophomore leap. He's got an off season where he's healthy chance to get in the weight room and uh, really, you know, make an impact up front. And so, with those nine guys, now you throw in your, the other guys. And so far, Illinois has been really impressed by R.J. Melendez, um, although strength is definitely an issue. He has to get there. Um, Luke Goody has been very good. He can shoot it. He's strong. He's physical. He's a tough kid. Brandon Podzemke, offensively, uh, very good shooter. Um, then the other one is, you know, then you've got, you know, Benjamin Bossman's Verdonk and Brandon Lee, who provides you some uh, – front court depth, some guys that can come in and maybe when you have foul trouble and give you a minute or two here or there and probably going to be their role this year. And that's just the reality of it. Um, this is an old team. This is a team that literally will have, you know, you've got juniors and seniors wise, you've basically, you have Frazier, you have Coburn, you have Plummer, you have Williams, you have Grandison, you have Payne, um, you have Hutcherson. Um, and then you have a couple sophomores in Curbelo and Hawkins. I mean, this is a dynamic, this is a dynamic team, but it's an old team. And, you know, you want to get old and stay old. And this is the year for Illinois. I mean, I feel like that obviously, you know, everybody's going to have Gonzaga number one, and that's, that's where they should be. Um, I think that's where that, you know, they're, they're the best, you know, coming off last year and with what they have returning, they probably, you know, should be there. Um, and then you, you know, you look at, UCLA coming off a final four run what they returned they're at number two in this these ranks Michigan returns a ton added some pieces they did lose some players too um, but they brought in some nice pieces to replace them they have the big guy Hunter Dickinson inside Kansas at number five Purdue six so Big Ten three of the top six in this T rank are going to be from the Big Ten and those three have kind of separated themselves in my opinion and then you got the next year with the Ohio State the Michigan State the Maryland in the next tier of Big Ten teams. Um, we're looking at the conference, and those are all top 25 teams. Um, so Indiana then slides. They're probably attorney team, one of those you know, attorney teams. So you, you see a, a chance for the Big Ten to be really good again, chance for Illinois to do this two years in a row. What does that mean? So let's talk about what does that mean. Let's say Illinois has a great year. They get a two, three, one seed, two seed, make sweet 16. They're in the national conversation again. Um, you're, and, and Kofi Coburn is going to be on all these preseason magazine covers. He's going to be all over, you know, Kofi also is a, he's just a different guy. So he's dynamic. You know I mean? He's a guy you want to see. He's not just a, a guy that, you know, is a good player. I mean, there were lots of good players and who were, you know, uh, 
in college basketball last year, but Kofi's different. I mean, people like he is must watch television because he, you know, he's going to do something um, that's kind of uh, kind of fun. You know, he's going to throw down a powerhouse dunk. He's going to make a block. He's going to just, you know, it's just so much fun to watch a guy like that play. And so he's he gets eyes on him. And so Illinois is going to be on national television. They're going to have national pundits talking about them all year. This is a this is the transition. We're seeing a program now that is relevant. And I think that's the most important thing with all this. Obviously, seasons, we want to win next year. And, you know, Kofi talked about national championship. And Illinois really feels like they're a legit top 10 team. They feel like that. They feel like they can compete with anybody with the, the players that they have. They're really excited about what they have. Um, so when you look at this tumultuous offseason, losing all three assistants, we know who the three assistants coming in are going to be. Um, you know, Jeff Alexander's done a great job. Chester Frazier, Illinois already has two commitments of, from his guys, Sincere Harris and uh, Jay Neps, two guards who are going to help replace Frazier, Plummer, um, and likely Curbelo next season. Um, then you have, you know, and then Mike Anderson, who's going to start July 26th, but he's down working the Peach Jam. So Illinois has really done a great job recovering. Brad Underwood has done a fantastic job recovering from what, you know, and, and it's hard to say it's a disaster because even without Kofi, you know, it, it's still a team that's probably a top 25 team, you know, a team that's going to make the NCAA tournament. It's not a disaster. It's just so many times if you go back and look at Illinois basketball history for all of us, it's, you know, if if Nick Anderson had stayed another year, if Charlie Villanueva would have joined the 05 team or came in after 05, if, uh, you know, you would have had – Brian Randall hadn't punched a wall. If, um, you know, if you would have had Darren Williams come back one more year, there's all these little things that could have happened that could have really made, you know, Illinois kind of relevant. That you go back to the Deion Thomas situation, you know, in '80s nice. So for us long-suffering Illinois fans, you've been close, been really close to having this. It's instead of being a one-hit wonder, now you're a team that maybe can start stacking years, um, becoming a in a national conversation, you know, every year and, and make the floor to be a, a top 25 team or at least an NCAA tournament team, you know, and then the, the ceiling is going to the final four and having a chance to win a national title. And that's where Illinois is. That's where Brad Underwood's moving Illinois um, to. And I think that's uh, obviously a great, um, you know, a great thing for Illinois. I think that's uh, Kofi coming back. Isn't just going to pay dividends for one year and, and you know, it's going to pay dividends for the recruiting in the fall in the winter, the 22 class, the 23 class, it's going to pay dividends for years down the road. Um, and I think that's going to be a, uh, it's a huge uh, improvement for Illinois basketball. So um, obviously not all great news today. We had some rough news for Illini Nation this year, uh, uh, today, this morning with uh, the passing of Bobby Roundtree, uh, number 97. Uh, you know, the story we've, most of you have already read the story, have heard about it. It's just really sad news to see a part of the Illini Nation, a kid who had worked so hard to get back, you know, to not, maybe not as a player, but as just to get back healthy, to get himself so he could, um, you know, fight through, you know, his injury. And um, it's, it's just really sad day for Illini Nation to see that. So uh, maybe you get a little positive. You also get a little sadness with that. Um, and so as we kind of go through that, it's, it's not something that you you know you want to really focus on because it's uh, tough. But we ha I have to uh, give some, you know, I, I guess send my condolences to uh, his family, his mother, um, and 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 all the Illini football players who were so close with uh, Bobby Roundtree. Um, so a sad day for Illini Nation um, in in that regard.
So after, you know, it's hard to segue back into positive signs, but as we kind of look at this, um, Illinois now has uh, a need in the recruiting world, and they're going to spend the, this weekend. Uh, Illinois coaches are out at the Peach Jam. Uh, they're going to be at the Under Armour event in Dallas. They're going to be at the Adidas event in uh, Omaha, which is in, you know, on the Iowa-Nebraska border there. And uh, it's in Council Bluffs, Iowa, I actually believe. So they're going to be out there watching for guys. Um, a couple names to keep an eye on, obviously, are the Cams, Cam Whitmore and Cam Corrin. They're watching them. And then on the Illinois Wolves, Jaden Shute and uh, Braden Huff. Those are two guys that have played really well um, this this July. They're two guys that – those are four guys, probably the four of the top guys on the board for Illinois right now that they would love to get, that they feel like they're in really good position with and that they have a great opportunity to, to land during this fall period. But of course, I guess that, you know, as we, as we leave this quick hitter, I just want you to realize that the, the return of Kofi Coburn really puts a positive stamp on this off season for Illinois basketball. Um, despite all, everything that happened, this is a team that now has a chance to win the big 10. Um, they've got the most big tens, most big 10 wins over the past two years. And, and the guess is after this year, they're going to have the most Big Ten wins over three years. Even if they don't win, it's going to be hard for somebody to pass them. So this is a team that really has, you know, has all the pieces, has all the tools. They can shoot it well from three. I think that's an improvement for them. They're a better three-point shooting team. Um, and they're going to have an opportunity to, to win the Big Ten, you know, make a tournament run, and it's going to be fun to watch uh, once the season starts. So as I started this, you know, it's time for us all, it, you know, now we can kind of relax a little bit and focus on recruiting. And, and uh, I guess, you know, as I said, it's time to calm down a little bit and uh, enjoy, enjoy what you have coming back uh, this winter with Illinois basketball. 30 for 30, again, sponsored by Illini Guys. You can find all of our content on, at, um, you know, www.illiniguys.com. The message boards have been on fire for the last uh, few weeks uh, discussing the Kofi news, of course. You know, if you were an IlliniGuys.com subscriber, you probably had a pretty good idea what was going to happen uh, a while back. Um, so this isn't a, isn't a new thing. And so this is uh, an opportunity. Don't, for, don't forget to subscribe. Feel free to like and subscribe our podcast and also uh, uh, join up. Join, become part of this uh, growing community where we've, uh, you know, really grown over the past, um, you know, seven months. And we're excited about the future. And we're excited about the future for Illinois basketball. 